Welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White speaking. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. You can uh, view the program at, the at these following different locations, the ministries. Goodhouse1968.airtime.pro, Goodhouse1968.net, Goodhouse1968.space, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Goodhouse1968, or if you'd like to make a donation, you can go to goodhouse1968.name and you could buy the tracks or the music there, uh, pay whatever you like, or you could download it, load it for free. It's up to you. Good, I petition that you open the minds and hearts of the brothers and sisters that they're able to take in the spiritual food, to learn what you require of them and to adapt to it, to afford to become a second-hand nature, your word, to them. I pray that you strengthen them up and direct their footsteps, and I pray this in the name of your sire, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. <clears throat> Revelation chapter 11, verse 2 says, but the court outside the temple, leave that out, don't measure it, because it has been given to the Goyim, or Gentiles, and they will trample over the holy city 42 months. So we're seeing this uh, prophecy being fulfilled today, where the Gentiles are, or the sinners are trampling over the holy city. Uh, this scripture lets us know that the Gentiles will prevail over the holy city. So remember that. That was a prophecy to come, and I think that prophecy has been fulfilled already. I haven't been keeping up with the news on uh, Israel, the holy city. At, John, at the third book of John, chapter 7, says, Since it was the sake of Hassan that they went out without accepting anything from the Goliath. For the sake of preaching the truth, the brothers did not accept anything from the Gentiles. So when they went out, they had their own things, unless they uh, went to a house where they would stop, minister, and eat, and that was it. Anything else other than that, they didn't do. They didn't uh, uh, accept clothing or things like that from them. They may accept money for donations for the ministry work, but other than that, there was no accepting of anything else. At 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 3 says, For you have spent enough time already living the way the pagans or Gentiles want you to live, in debauchery, lust, drunkenness, orgies, wild parties, and forbidden idol worship. So this is letting us know we don't want to live like the Gentiles. Um... A life of wrongdoing, a life of unrighteousness. At Galatians chapter 2 verse 15 says, We are Jews by birth, not so-called Goyite or Gentile sinners. A person is not declared righteous by the legalistic observance of Torah, rather by having trust in Messiah. So we see here that the Jews observed the Torah, the legalistic parts of it, where they would say 
that they were saved or righteous people, but they weren't. Just by living the legalistic part of the Torah, not having trust in your sire and putting trust and faith in him, you are not considered righteous nor holy. You have to believe that Josiah died on the stake for our sins and that he raised from the dead. And you have to believe in the words that are ministered in the Torah as far as faithfulness and trustworthiness. All right. At Romans chapter 15, verse 18 says, For I will not dare speak of anything except what the Messiah has accomplished through me, to bring the Gentiles to be obedient by my words and deeds through the power of the Spirit of God. Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, unblinds the blind, let the deaf hear, and the stupid understand riddles and the meaning of the Tanakh. So we see here that Ruach HaKadosh is another thing that they, the brothers and sisters are required to pray for, and you must believe in it. You have to have faith and you have to have trust, and you cannot practice Gentile ways to be a true Christian. All right, that is it for my sermon, and now I'll go through the Bible reading. We're at 1 Samuel chapter 4. So the word of Shimeon came to all Israel. Israel went out to fight against the Philistines, setting up camp at Ebenezer, while the Philistine camped at Aphek. The Philistines drew up in battle formation against Israel. The battle was fierce, and Israel was beaten by the Philistines. They killed about 4,000 soldiers on the battlefield. When the army had returned to camp, the leaders of Israel asked, Why has good defeated us today before the Philistine? Let's bring the ark for the covenant of good from Shiloh to us, so that he will come among us and save us from our enemies. So the people sent to Shiloh and brought from there the ark for the covenant of, of Adonai Tashbat, who is present above the, above the Kruvim. The two sons of Eli, Hophni, Pink and Pinkard, were there with the ark for the covenant of God. When the ark for the covenant of good entered the camp, all Israel gave a mighty shout that surrounded, uh, that resounded through the land. On hearing the shout, the Philistine asked, What did this great shout in Hebrews camp mean? Then they realized that the ark of good had arrived in the camp, and the Philistines became afraid. They said, God has entered the camp. We're lost. There was no such thing yesterday or the day before. We're lost. Who will rescue us from the power of these mighty gods? These are the gods that completely overthrew the Egyptians in the desert. In, in the desert. Be strong and behave like men, you Philistines, so that you won't become slaves to the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Behave like men and fight. The Philistines fought. Israel was defeated, and every man fled to his tent. There was a terrible slaughter. Thirty thousand of the Israel foot soldiers fell. Moreover, the ark of God was captured, and the two sons of Eli, Hephni, and Pinchas died. One of the soldiers, a man from Benjamin, ran and came to Shiloh the same day with his clothes torn and earth on his head as a sign of mourning. 
As he arrived, Eli was sitting on his seat by the road, watching, because he was trembling with anxiety over the ark of God. When the man entered the city and told the news, the whole city began crying out. Uh, hearing the cries, Eli asked, What does this helper mean? So the man hurried, hurried, came to Eli and told him. Eli was 98 years old, and his gaze was fixed because he was blind. The man said to Eli, I'm the soldier that came. I escaped today from the battlefield. He asked, How did things go, my son? The one who had come with the news answered, Israel fled before the Philistine, and there was a terrible slaughter among the people. Your two sons, Hophni and Pinchas, also are, also are dead. The ark of God was captured. <clears throat> as soon as he mentioned what had happened to the ark of God, Eli fell backward off his seat next to the gate, broke his neck, and died, for he was an old man and heavy. He had judged Israel forty years. His daughter-in-law, Pinchas' wife, was pregnant and near delivery time. When she heard the news that the Ark of God had been captured and that her father-in-law and husband were dead, she went into abnormal labor, bent over, and gave birth. As she was dying, the women standing by her said, Don't be afraid because you have given birth to a son. But she didn't answer or show any signs of recognition. She named the child Ichabod without glory, saying, The glory has departed from Israel because the ark of God has been captured. And because of her father-in-law and husband, she said, The glory of Israel has gone into exile because the ark of God has been captured. So they're seeing the retribution part here of the Creator. And even his own prophet has uh, felt uh, the sting of it. All right, so we see that they cannot do without good rescuing them, but you can't go backwards and forwards with good or play a game with them. All right, now we're at the uh, vocabulary, and our first word is a ra, a ra, RT, contested. Harari, mountainous. Harasha-asti, demolished. Harasha-at, bombardment. Haratsha, running in. Arava-avti, alert, ambush. Aravi, Arab. Aravit, Arab language. Gilo-arat-yat. Incest. Araja Asti. Pact. Arazim. Setters. Arba. Four. Four. Benha Arba Yim. Dash. Twilight. Arba. Asra. Fourteen. Fourteen. Arba Kashyut. The traditional for questions chanted by the family's youngest child. Arbe, locust. Harba, harba, many, much. All right, that is it for my vocabulary lessons, and uh, now I'll close the ministries with a word of prayer. Remember, you have to learn, to listen to the words, and uh, 
learn to pronounce them and the meaning of the words in order to understand the Hebrew language. Good, I petition that you open uh, up the hearts of the brothers and sisters. Give them love and purity on their heart and give them on their daily minds to meditate on doing righteous things, to meditate on your word, to be able to preach and minister your words to others and have you speaking through the tongue for all of us. I pray that you watch over and guide us and direct our steps and, and, and help us on the run for everlasting life to succeed or have the victory. Pray this in the name of your son, your sire. Jesus Christ. Amen.